So I want to tell you a little bit about a couple of words which I think describe what the communication gap seems to be between us and liberals. You know how you talk to them and they seem to hear something completely different than what you just said? And you're wondering, it's like, okay, what did I just say? You start questioning yourself about what you actually said. First word I want to talk about is misperception. It's defined as the fallacious interpretation of a given scenario or ideology. This fault is incorrectly perceiving something that usually stems from a person's cultural and traditional values. Their mistaken grasp of how things work in the world leads to their faulty assumptions and insights. Then there's misconception. It arises from an erroneous stream of thought and comprehension of a particular situation or idea. It is the flaw of forming a concept in the human mind which consequently leads to an incorrect view or opinion. A misconception usually results from a person's misunderstanding of things around them. Now, the reason I started by defining these two terms is because I believe that it describes an issue that exists when trying to communicate an idea to a leftist liberal. You may as well be trying to talk to a space alien. Where is a universal translator when you need one? <laughs> Derek laughed at that one. <laughs> or maybe a babblefish if you're a, a, a term if you're a fan of that show. Concepts and worldviews don't match up at all, which prevents you from starting with a common point of reference to base your conversation on. The other day I got into a disagreement on social media about whether people are forced to get the jab. I found that the concept of the meaning of forced to do something has a much different meaning to a leftist liberal than it does to me, and probably a lot of you. This all started with a question that was posted by Dr. Simone Gold on Twitter, in which she stated, who here opposes vaccine mandates? Well, I think that's a pretty simple question, don't you? I think it is. Apparently not to everybody. A leftist liberal responded by saying, why would I oppose life-saving vaccinations that have literally doubled our life expectancy, expectancy since smallpox? Well, number one, that's completely inaccurate. That's totally wrong. There's actually no real proof that the so-called vax actually prevents you from getting anything. More and more information is coming out to show that that is just completely a lie. And where, where are they getting these statistics? I, you know, I didn't, sometimes I have a little fun with these people and I go in and ask them, well, where exactly did you get that information? I would like to read that article. Typically after that, there's nothing but crickets. Did this person actually read the same post that I did? My response went like this. That was not the question. This is the problem with liberals. They hear something completely different than what was said. Let me restate the question in a way that you will hopefully understand. And it would go like this. Who opposes being forced to receive having something injected into your body that you don't want? That should be an easy question to answer too, right? After that, I received a response in which I was wondering if they heard the comment I just made correctly. The response was, 
who was forced? Who didn't have a choice? Hmm. And don't make assumptions, and, and she capitalized the ASS part in assumptions. I assume that she's calling me names at that point. About my policies, Becca. So let me break this down. One of the definitions for the word force, according to Merriam-Webster, supposed to be a trusted source, right, is it is the capacity to persuade or convince. I would say that that's an accurate observation. I mean, it is to me. And to be forced is to be compelled involuntarily by force or necessity. I think that completely fits what I was what I was just saying. People were told get the jab or lose your job. To me that sounds like being coerced i.e. forced, right? This exchange went on for a bit longer and I discovered that this misguided person actually believed that being told to get the jab or lose your job was not considered being forced. Leftist liberals have changed the meanings of so many words that it is hard to understand anything they say. Although I have found that if you just invert the meaning of almost everything they say, you will have a pretty good idea of what they mean. I started off by explaining this concept because I want to talk about another word that has been redefined by the liberal leftists. We've all heard them abuse the words like racist, homophobe, xenophobe, misogynist, and all the other words that end in phoberist. Now they're redefining what a traitor is. What is a traitor? Well, according to the genius Michael Moore, all Republicans are traitors to democracy. I understand that what this self-important pseudo-moralist narcissist says is not important. However, the sentiment that he espouses has great significance because it is the dogma of many people in this country who hate America and or the American people themselves. Let's start off by taking a look at the official definition of a traitor. Once again, according to Merriam-Webster, a traitor is... One who betrays another's trust or is false to an obligation or duty. It's funny to me that a group of far-left, morally repugnant halfwits constantly repeat the false mantra that this nation is a democracy. Let's not. Michael, let me say it again. This nation is a representative constitutional republic, not a democracy. We freedom-loving Americans are only traitors to your idea of a mob-ruled democracy. However, we are not enemies of democratically held elections. This country was founded as a republic, and the principles of our Constitution protect all of its people from mob-rule tyranny. It is you, Michael Moore, who is a traitor and an enemy to our Republic, Bill of Rights, and our very freedom, because it's you and other globalist leftists like you that have betrayed the principles of this Republic. The current resident of the White House, Joe Biden, 
has also repeated a similar mantra that conservative nationalists are a threat and danger to democracy. Because he plays president as if he is a supreme leader exempt from checks and balances, it's he who constitutes the greatest threat to this republic. I would remind Brandon as well that because he espouses the need to save the soul of this nation, that in fact this nation has no soul. This nation has 365 million individual souls, and he can't save any of them. The two main arguments against conservative people as it pertains to us being a danger to democracy are that we want to stifle people's ability to vote and that we want to take away the rights of women. Wow. Let's start out with the first argument. First of all, it's nonsensical because all that we conservatives seek is one person, one vote. As a Christian conservative, I'm bound by my honor and a moral need to follow the rules. Therefore, I vote one time. You know, those multiple mail-in ballots that I receive in the mail since the last election, I throw them all in the garbage. Now, if I was somebody who had no morals, no conscience, I'd fill them all out and mail them in. How many Democrats do you think actually filled them all out and mailed them in? I would guess the ratio might be rather high. In the proposed democratic system championed by the left, I could vote a thousand times if I'm willing to set aside my moral values. If no identification is required by me to vote, then I don't have to play by the rules of the democratic process. If I'm allowed to vote 100 times, then it takes 101 opposing viewpoints slash votes to overcome just me. For the left, this is not about conservative stifling votes, but it's about them being able to manufacture victory through the multi-votes of those who are morally bankrupt. <laughs> the second argument, argument is foolish as well. Because we conservatives believe in God-given rights. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness extends to all Americans, including those living in their mother's wombs. These little people, in our estimation, have the right to live as well. You say it's your body, but the moment there are two heartbeats, we believe there are two bodies. Abortion was never guaranteed under the Bill of Rights. Liberty doesn't include the right to kill others. You know, they, they talk about it as being, I, I, there again, they, they don't like to say that, oh, well, we're pro-abortion. They say, oh, well, you, you don't, you're against women's health care. No, I'm, I, I'm a woman, I go get health care all the time. I've had no problem whatsoever getting health care. I, I, I don't really see the problem. I don't personally don't know of any women that have been denied health care. There again, they're redefining words. They're redefining the meaning of health care. Health care, abortion. No, not the same thing. Abortion has not been made illegal in the entire United States. But it has, in many cases, been made less convenient, as it should be. 
and this is a good thing. The word traitor, as referred to by the Marxist leftists, don't apply to a group of traditionalists who want to preserve this nation, which in my mind is the greatest ever devised. The definition better applies to those who constantly use the word change as a synonym for destruction.